Robots Radio presents Rated M for Mature. Welcome back to the DL Weekly Gaming News. We, uh, I think we finally figured out video podcast. My file types uh, should be correct now. So uh, we should be good. If they're not, I'm completely fucked on this episode. Again. Well, we're doing our audio through the video now. So fingers crossed. Yeah, we'll see about that. But uh, I'm Jameson. And I'm Brenna. Can't see your way in your little T-Rex arms. I wanted to do it's like a shooter thing that I was don't, going for. No, don't do that. That's like that's like neckbeard shit. Like, hey, 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 how's it going? Hey, how you doing? Um, so welcome back. Uh, what a fantastic week we had. Uh, fuck, go fuck yourself, Google Stadia. We yeah. which we shortened to insults Google Stadia just to make sure we had no issues posting. Yeah. No uh, PC issues. Yeah, became our most listened episode this week. So awesome! We uh, we love how much you guys like that we hate Google Stadia. Yeah, because it is truly a passion. Oh, it really is. They I make it like so easy we too. A, we have a great community. I feel like we're all very tight knit community. Yeah, and uh, so we want to keep growing that community. As a reminder, social media challenge only has a couple days left. Uh, I'm feeling like we're not going to make it. Uh, I'm okay with that. But uh, I would like us to to keep growing. So maybe we might do like a consolation giveaway or something if you guys are super lucky. Yeah, maybe. And then a uh, few quick announcements. Uh, just uh, this is an actual announcement. Video podcast should be up this week. Uh, I'm hoping to have it done by Wednesday. We'll see. Uh we're still working on website, we're still working on Patreon, and we're still working on uh, networking and reaching out with uh, sponsors and whatnot. So stay tuned for all that. Uh, no reviews to read this week. Uh, maybe a handful of shout outs. Uh, other miscellaneous announcements. It's Brenda's birthday yesterday. Yay. Yeah, it was uh, yesterday. It was, no, Saturday, because this will come out Monday. So it was Saturday, yeah. uh, and my birthday is on Tuesday. Yay. So wish us happy birthday on our social media when you follow oh. us. I actually did get a happy birthday already from a Discord. Robots Good. Radio. Someone got sent over from Robots Radio. And so, thank you. I was telling people to spam you. Uh, oh, okay. I sent a message out letting everyone know. So, we're going to dive right on in. Uh, Death Stranding nearly had Keanu Reeves instead of Mads Mikkelsen. I'm glad that they didn't, though. Oh, yeah. Like, as much as like, I love Keanu Reeves, and I would have loved him. Not for that. Have, no. Mads Mikkelsen is perfect. I'm butchering his name, I know for sure. That's right. But he is perfect for this role. He's just, ah, there's just something about him. I just, I, and also Keanu Reeves is so much better for cyberpunk. Like, oh, yeah. So much better. Oh, yeah. Unfortunately, okay. Jamie and I saw John Wick 3. I know we it's did. been a while, but we did see it, and I was a little sad. Mm hmm. I was it a little really sad too. Yeah. It got uh, better as it went on, but man. It just wasn't, it just didn't feel like there was, it was a lot of action, but there was like no John Wick. Yeah. And the, the fight scenes all kind of seemed the same. Like I, I found myself getting bored with the fight scene. I did a little, I did, I did feel a little bored during the movie. I still love Keanu Reeves and I still love the John Wick series. Yeah. Uh, I just put this one as like the bottom. Very bottom. One and two are very closely tied. I'm but thinking yeah. two is number one for me. I'm thinking two as well. Yeah. I really like the whole, like, uh, when he goes to Italy and he uh, asks for a tasting. Yeah. And he's got all the guns and they do it like a wine tasting. Is the yeah. sommelier in? <laughs> I like that. Uh, Team Rocket is coming to Pokemon Go. Yeah. Uh, soon Which I'm surprised will... it took him that long. Yeah. Soon you will be able to encounter them at various, like, uh, locations throughout the game. They'll have a little Team Rocket logo. And you yeah, can. It's uh... in black. Mm hmm. Yeah, so same cool. thing as the gyms. Yeah, so you'll be able to battle it out. Team Rocket. Blasting off again. I was going to say, you're going to do it? You're going to do the the whole song? Oh, we really should. We could cosplay as Jesse and James. Team Rocket. 
Yeah, we're gonna make it you happen. You should go as Meowth, honestly. <laughs> I would go as Wobbuffet. Yeah, Wobbuffet. Stop it. Uh, Rainbow Six Quarantine. We have a tentative release date before April 2020. Super excited. Do you want to go over a little bit of what this is supposed to be? Yeah, it's supposed to be a what is it? Three player co op, uh, Rainbow Six game, and it looks like it's gonna be against zombies, and it's gonna be like objective based, kind of like Left for Dead. Yeah. Uh, if it's anything like the quarantine game mode they did last year when they released Finca and Finca and Lion, Lion. Finca and Lion, yeah. Uh, if it's anything like that, it's gonna be a ton of fun. So I'm very excited for it. And I'm looking forward to seeing more gameplay soon. Hopefully, we'll get some more at uh, Gamescom. Yeah. More uh, just Siege in general. I love Siege and the mechanics and how they do everything. So yeah, another so, platform with them would be great. Speaking of which, Venmo is sponsoring a uh, like a submit your Siege clips. So you can submit mm-hmm. some of your Siege gameplay to win money. I meant to text that to you earlier this week. I mean, I if they're if they love trash players. Oh, they said they said it was all all game clips. They were looking for cool game clips. They were looking for fails. They were looking for funny clips. Everything. I and got giving, a lot of fails right here. Oh, I got some funny clips too. Oh, uh, we have some. Uh, we'll be rolling this out, but we did play Siege together, where we simultaneously mess with each other in the background so you guys will be getting that fairly soon yes you will be responsible for editing that video uh and yeah, posting i'll that. take on yeah. that one i know our editing when it comes to like us doing like social media stuff or video editing we're both really good at it but we have separately we have two completely different approaches to how we do it and we both think like creatively just a little bit different yeah uh so like hers is gonna be a lot fancier than mine mine will be very like i don't know i'm lazy i don't want to put in all that effort <laughs> yeah editing's dangerous uh god i'm tired makes me I'm, want to die i'm like looking at my eyes and i just i look like i'm dead inside talking <laughs> this is such a well and i was at the fair all day and so my face is like sunken in red I'm bummed. Uh, she was at the OC Fair, uh, largest fair in Southern California. I think it's even. I feel like it's larger than the LA County Fair. I don't know. Might be. Maybe. Uh, but last year, I had the chance to go to the like I Buy Power gaming event, and they're not having it this year. Yeah. I was a little bummed. That would have been cool for us to go to. Yeah. Uh, but speaking of I Buy Power and custom PC companies, uh. Corsair acquired Origin PC this week, and we we reported on it pretty fast, actually. Um, I posted, I think, within an hour of it happening. Yeah, you were really quick on that one. There was a few there was a few websites that had already posted on it, but I actually got one of my buddies works for uh, Samsung, so you know who you are if you're listening. I'm not gonna rat you out, but uh, he like let let it slip to me like really early and i'm like oh shit really and i went to substantiate it and sure enough he was right um because they origin partners with samsung on some of their stuff so origin is going to become like the custom pc arm of i can't keep i need to stop leaning back i just realized as i was leaning back and i'm getting all comfortable talking here i like I can't. I get further away from my mic, and then my audio quality gets worse. We need booms in here so I can lay on my <sighs> yes. bed. Have you seen the? Have I showed you the boom arm for the Yeti? It's absolutely disgustingly massive. Oh yeah, it's like your. Into- it would be like our whole head. Like the the arm itself is like a good like three inches like thick, and then the shock mount is like that big, and then it sits above the microphone, and it just dangles down like a big old dong i was gonna say a lot of this is very uh very erotic we're talking we're talking girths here and we're talking lengths and dangling (sighs) all right we gotta move on from this uh yeah so uh corsair is going to use origin to like manufacture their own personal custom pc builds uh using a lot of their parts and a lot of other companies parts so that should still be pretty cool i think uh, yeah, who knows? Yeah. 
And then uh, I told you. Disgustingly enough. I told you about this game. Do you remember? Wait, which one is it? It's the vi- extremely violent one. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. This is this is the one where you where you make your own character, and yeah. then you can you can fuck him. I'm pretty sure that's what all hentai games are. Can we? Okay. Explain so, what's going. On? Uh, we love hentai games. Apparently, on no. this podcast, no. uh, we play them a lot. Brenna does. Brenna really no. loves playing Deviant Dungeon. I'm pretty uh, sure it's on your Steam. No, it's not. And so I was logged into your Steam account. Don't you know? Now I don't know. We share game library, <laughs> now, so I don't yeah. know. <laughs> now she's like, now she's questioning. She's like, oh, do I need to check? <laughs> Is it oh, mine? Do I need to launch my Steam? Yeah. Uh, and Brenda also backed Subverse, a uh, popular upcoming hentai game. Thoroughly. Uh, which you'll be able to see gameplay of her playing, and it's going to be awesome. I tried to get her to do some voice acting for it too. They were they were looking for voice actors. Yeah, uh, they needed voice actors. You would have been great for it. There's just no one that fit a role. I was just there's nothing that fit me. <laughs> they weren't. No, there's actually one that actually sounded pretty interesting. I'm not gonna lie. It was like some badass general dominating the world. Oh God. Okay. Yeah. No. One, so one alien woman at a time. One tentacle at a time. Uh, So, surprisingly enough, uh, it's been like a year and a half, two years, I think, since Steam removed the ban on uh, a lot of the sex, you know, sex and nudity. And so, for like the first time, uh, a hentai game made it onto like the top selling list, and it was on there for like a whole month. And the game is called uh, Kotatsu Party. And basically the whole premise is, is you design your perfect waifu, like you create everything about them, looks, and apparently it's actually a really well done, like character creator. Like mm. we're talking like better than Sims. I mean, Sims is decent. It's Sims, not. Yeah. Uh, but Sims gives you a lot of options. Yeah. And so, uh, and then pretty much you just put them in very uh, compromising and neurotic situations and to which you can customize of, right yes yeah. yes you can design them all and apparently they react differently based on the personalities and whatnot that you give them and the backgrounds that you give them so uh you people are sick yeah you people are sick comfortable uh not really like gaming news but just tech news because we kind of mentioned it before on playerverse podcast but uh samsung galaxy has announced they're go they're they're ready for round two, <laughs> saying they have uh, fixed a lot of the problems uh, that were addressed before, uh, and that their phones won't crack in the middle. Uh, you won't be able to peel the off the glass, phone. yeah, and uh, dirt and dust won't be able to get inside within three days, and they're going to re-release this September. Like I don't understand how you didn't go through like quality testing before you launched your phone. I have no idea. I have no idea because all this stuff literally happened within a week of them giving the phone to like these like tech people to yeah, use and like, check out. Don't you run it through like a battery of tests where it gets like opened and closed like a million times? With, you know what I mean? Stuff oh, like that. yeah, yeah. Oh, that's a good point. That's a good point. So I don't understand. I wonder whose job it is to, on like a car factory line to stand there and just open and close your car door. Jeez. It's probably automated, but could you imagine? Wait, what's that one where the guy, the kid and the dad are like in the kitchen and he's opening and closing the... Oh, the, yeah, the... The <sighs> oven? Yeah, Timmy the Trumpet, that song. Yeah. I just play that constantly and just... You'd <laughs> <laughs> be perfect. That's good. Uh, So, yeah, I, it's... Samsung's going to come out early. They're going to get a few sales nothing spectacular because it's a two thousand dollar phone and it's made of plastic and then in like two years from now apple's going to announce theirs and it's going to be the most glorious handheld device that's ever been made and yeah then everyone will just copy apple because that's usually what happens like if you go and look at like all the samsung phones now or the google pixels they all look like the iphone 10s which came out before them all of course 
It's because Apple sells 60% of all smartphones in the world. So yeah. go fuck yourself, Android. That's just going to be like a tagline for our show. Just go fuck just yourself. Go fuck yourself. Love I'm okay it. with it. Yeah. I do too. Uh, FIFA Ultimate Team Surprise Mechanics. <laughs> uh, they sell more. The in-game transactions for FIFA Ultimate Team sell more money than FIFA itself. I don't understand. Like, I don't understand. FIFA in general, I just don't understand. Do you want to know uh, what's even worse? Oh, please. Is lay the on. Uh, FIFA surprise mechanics account for uh, just about 30% of all of EA's sales? A third of their sales come from surprise mechanics in FIFA. That's disgusting. I. Um... Why are people supporting this? Like, uh, I feel like doing one of those terrible ads that, like, you know, uh, nicotine commercials that are just like, (laughs) you're going to like melt into the couch and die. Like, they're literally like ripping off pieces of their face and gums and they're like, I would like to buy some cigarettes, please. It's disgusting. And I feel like I need to do that for this. Yeah, it's, uh, mm, it's so bad so bad why do people like fifa so much it's just a soccer game i don't know and it's the same game every single time there's no no new mechanics there's no like mini games or anything like that it's i know it's the same thing like over like over Uh, over like the same ui too yeah yeah speaking of uh other trash companies and games uh fortnite world championships were this weekend (laughs) and uh I'm pissed about this one. Honestly, I am. Fortnite sucks. Uh, and it's the numbers are showing it. Their revenue is down like 28% from this time last year. So, I mean, it didn't stop them from having a $3 million purse on this championship. Yeah, for individuals, just individual players. And it's the largest purse a single individual player has won in esports. And it was won by a 16 year old from Pennsylvania who beat out pro players and streamers in Fortnite. Pretty impressive. I am going to give this kid props, but uh sure. Go to fucking school, kid. Do something oh, else not, with your life. Not now. I mean, I I have 3 million dollars from being really good at a video game. I'm not going anywhere near school. I mean, he needs to finish high school at least cuz video games it doesn't have get you to. so far. 16, you can drop out. No, he should finish high school. See's good degrees. He just needs to barely pass. I mean, at that point, you might as well just not if you're not going to pay attention. I think at this point, if he's won this much money, I think he should reinvest his money and his time into starting, you know, streaming stuff, YouTube, Twitch, uh, and go and play uh, a real game, you know, like CSGO or Rainbow Six Siege or, you know, a cooler uh, Battle Royale game like Apex Legends. Because uh, yeah. Fortnite just, it's just not fun. But apparently one of the guys that got uh, like really up there uh, was playing on a controller. One of, the, one of the top, one of the top players at the world championship was playing on a controller and was beating people with mouse and keyboard. That's absurd. Impressive, but absurd. I, yeah, I don't, I mean, sure. Cool. I, what, all right. And uh, another reason why the Epic Game Store is so good and all developers should go and join it uh, because they're adding outdated features that have been part of other platforms for years. Uh, Epic Games has finally added cloud saves so you can save your game and play it somewhere else. Wow, good job. New technology. It's, but it's only two. Only Cutting two games. Oh, yeah. And it's but they, two. Need, they need some time to roll it out to all the other games because they're working shit out because there are other 10 games that they have on their store yeah and not like everyone hasn't done this so it's not like you you know yeah it's not like this isn't already a thing like on steam and like ea and ubisoft and xbox and playstation and it's been a thing for like 10 years since like the ps3 and the xbox 360 came out yeah so uh you Fuck you. 
Yeah, there we go. Like, why are they even making an announcement about this? It's sad. Like, yeah, I guess that's not a, it's not something you need to announce. No, it's old technology. Cloud saves for a video game. And the two games they added it to were Moonlighter and This War of Mine, uh, which are both indie games. This War of Mine was a really awesome indie game that came out like five years ago. And Moonlighter came out last year and I got it on. I recently got it on uh, Steam and I love it. Super fun game. But uh, which means you've already been doing the cloud saving. Yes, because Steam does that for you. They've been doing it for a long time. Yeah. So is everyone else. So Epic just. Yeah. I just I just wouldn't have announced it. Like I wouldn't have made like a big like tweet about it or like a press release. I would have just, you know, had like a pop up on the Epic Game Launcher saying, hey, now you can do cloud saving because when you announce it like that, everyone else just looks at you and like this guy's. Epic Games over here just graduated seventh grade while everyone else is in college. Like, yeah. Oof. Um, moving right along, though. Ugh, the time. It's killing me. Um, hurry the hell up, Jamie. God. Do you see what we have to talk about? It's it's rough. No, I know. I can, Yeah, I do. It's rough. Um, so Nintendo's having an issue, apparently, with their Joy-Con calibrations. Like, it's like the it's drifting you know so like when you let go of the controller like the you know it's still it keeps moving slowly uh and apparently people who have like sent it in to get fixed it has come back and started doing it again so they're like doing what they can to resolve the issue but uh i'm kind of surprised uh that this has happened i'm also surprised that it's it's become an issue like a year after the release there i I mean maybe it was like a patch that they did that's what i feel like that's what i feel like it doesn't i don't i i don't think it's a hardware issue i i don't think so either but they're having people send in their like sending in their like controllers maybe they think it is maybe they just don't know what the problem is yeah it's easier to go hardware than to think software yeah, uh, it just reminds me of when I had my Xbox 360 and I got the the Red Ring of Death. Do you remember when that was a thing back in? Oh uh, yeah, I remember. I mean, I never had an Xbox, but I know that. Yeah, it was you uh, get a, like a red light on your PlayStation, and it's terrifying. Yeah, you would get the three the three red, and uh, the first couple times you got it, you could like usually restart your console and it would go away and you could play again. But then there would just be one time where it just wouldn't go away and you just couldn't use your console. And uh, I had to send it in, and they had it for like a month before I got it back. I was really sad. Oh. And then I had I used that console for like another year and a half, and then it got it again. And so I just went and bought a uh, Xbox 360 Elite at that point. Yeah. But, I mean, uh, I probably would have sent it in just for giggles, shits and giggles. But I was out of warranty. I would have had to pay. Uh, I would have had to pay to send mind. it in. And yeah. then at that point, it's like, man, I'll just pay the extra two uh, extra hundred dollars and I'll just go buy a new console. Yeah. So mm, I got uh, my console, my new con. Fuck, I keep leaning back. Sir, uh, get it together. I'm trying to get comfortable here. It's just like you, the the other episode where you just just kick back. Yeah, he was, back. you're on a rant. He's on a rant. And I'm like, OK, this is a good time to relax. Like, I'm kind of have to hunch forward since we don't have boom arms. And then he decides to ask me my input like a jackass, so that way that I couldn't relax, dick. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If I have to suffer, you have to suffer. That's how it goes. Trash together. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, Xbox Red Ring of Death. Um, there hasn't been too many other issues with consoles. That one, that one was a hardware issue. The there yeah. just wasn't enough ventilation in the 360, and it would get too hot out, and it would uh, melt some of the soldering. Uh, did PlayStation ever have any hardware issues? um software issues i know psn sucked for a long time uh and they got hacked yeah well i mean everyone got hacked not xbox so pretty sure there is something with xbox i'll find it i guarantee you there was 
But no, um, as far as crashing and hardware and stuff like that with PlayStation, there's like small little stuff where some like PlayStations, the sensitivity of the touch was really bad on the PlayStation 4 and it would just like spit out your CD randomly. Mm -hmm. So there's like a few things that you could do to fix that. But with the newer PlayStation Pros, like they got rid of that and they went back to just buttons instead of having like that heat sensor. And mm -hmm. so that problem has been fixed, but it was really creepy and annoying, especially since like you could be sleeping and all of a sudden it would just like beep and randomly spit out a CD and just continue beeping. It's terrifying. <laughs> and then, uh, or if you're playing a game and you're in the middle of something and then all of a sudden it just decides that, hey, I feel like there's a heat signature here and just like spits your game out. And you're like, well, that sucks. That is pretty terrifying. So, Bro, why are you, what's, what am I looking at here? What do you mean? You're like inside of your mic right now. No, I'm not. For people that are listening to this, Jamie's literally got it underneath his nose now. And it's slightly distracting. I'm surprised you like you. I was impressed on how like focused you were that whole time because I was going so slowly. Like I had it like just going up just. You just kept talking and talking and talking, and I just wanted to see how high you would let me move my microphone before you like. It's like above his head. <laughs> I had to keep it in front of me so I could hear myself talking, but I need to put like a book or something like underneath it so I. Can That's sit, what like, I got. Right so if if you guys can see here, I have my. Uh, it's like the case Super that my Nintendo. Nintendo. Yeah, my little mini came in. That's what I put it on top of. This is a high quality podcast right here, guys. Oh yeah. No, there's a really great um, one guy was streaming and they're like, hey, man, like, what do you what chair are you using? And he stands up and it's just like a desk chair. And it's just like a, a CGI screen that's like printed a picture of like a gaming chair behind. Him. I did see that. I did see that. That was clever. Oh, that yeah. That was clever. Um, kind of circling back to what we talked about before. Uh, I should have just lumped it in together. Yeah. But um, the UK has determined that currently uh, FIFA play the ultimate team player packs and their loot boxes uh, are not um, gambling. So that's like the first like big legislation to say that they're not gambling, whereas lots of people have been going the other way and saying they are gambling, like Belgium last year. Yeah, I mean, I'm just so sick and tired of hearing about them. Let's just stop buying them. Yeah, but people are addicted. To what? Exactly. Their video game. They just want the, they want the better players and the better stuff. And yeah, I don't know. Okay. I don't know. Just don't play it then if it's ruining your life that much. Uh, I didn't want to talk about Wolfenstein Youngblood, uh, but I didn't pull up anything about it. I didn't look okay, up so anything about it. I have a I have a question. Yes. We talked about V-Bucks and how that's the responsibility of like parents to keep control of their kids and parental locks and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So is it really on these gaming companies? to make sure you're not an idiot in spending thousands of dollars on gambling? No, I, I I think this has nothing to do with the gaming companies. I'm just upset that it's a trend to where they are locking content that you need to play the game behind these. And, but right. I wouldn't call that gambling. I would just call That's that just, you know, stupid. heinous business practices. Like, right. sure, it's an easy way to make money, but you're, uh, you know, as abusing your consumers. And so I have issues with that, but no, I wouldn't call, I wouldn't necessarily say like loot boxes or gambling, especially as long as they don't necessarily contain something that gives you an advantage or gives you monetary value. So right. like the fact that like CSGO, I can get those skins and I can actually sell those skins to other people for money, then I can kind of see like, oh, this actually might be gambling because I... And I kid you not, I had, I got a Vulcan uh, AK-47 skin in CSGO, and it was worth $50 at the time, and I played with it for like a couple weeks, and I loved it. It looked super cool. 
but Shadow of War came out. No, not Shadow of War. Uh, Shadow of Mordor came out. And I sold the skin and I bought Shadow of Mordor. So totally worth it. But hmm. uh, there's people that buy skins for like $400. So. Okay, if you're buying a skin for $400, you're stupid. Yeah. Like you have a stupid amount of money. That's actually more accurate is you just have a dumb amount of money. Yeah. I think I have no issues with like loot boxes and stuff as long as it's nothing that affects how I play the game. If it's all cosmetic okay. stuff, shit, I don't give a shit. Yeah. Uh, it's, you know, sure, I will probably end up buying loot boxes because I love cosmetic shit. Uh, but that's my own choice. Right. And it has no absolute effect on how I play the game or how... Uh, I perform during the game or how other people perform. So uh, I, I think FIFA, the FIFA one is tough because you need to buy those player packs to level up your team and they don't necessarily give you, you know, it takes a lot of game time to earn enough gold to buy the higher tier player packs. So I can see, you know, I understand why people do the shortcuts and whatnot, but um, not gambling. I wouldn't say it's yeah. gambling. Uh, but yeah, going back to uh, Wolfenstein, uh, Youngblood, we were going to talk about it, but uh, I think we'll save that for another time because we're planning on doing a Let's Play for that. And that just came out on Friday and we were super busy all weekend uh, with Brenna's Best birthday. Days. Yes. Yes. I was just realizing that like I was like gone like Thursday, Friday and Saturday, like all day. Yeah. Hanging out. It's it been really a long weekend. Yeah, it was good, though. It was fun. Yeah. Really nice. A uh, lot of cyberpunk news. Yeah, the amount of stuff that they gave us. It was, like, it was like one little tidbit this week, but the story just kept like developing. Yeah. Uh, so cyberpunk announced that they will be having like realistic uh, religions in the game, like actual like Christianity, you know, Islam and all. You know hindu uh buddhism i think i got all the major ones right uh, oh, i really wasn't listening to you i'm sorry wow i was reading the article wow Just yeah not listening you can to buy, me you can buy jackets i do see that you can buy various long jackets <laughs> and sneakers good i do like i said i love cosmetic shit oh my god Cust like character customization I love it so much. Like, I just want a game where I can do that. I'm just going to make my character look like Keanu Reeves. <laughs> I feel like everyone's just going to make their character look like Keanu Reeves. Probably. Uh, so they gave us a bunch of little tidbits about all the different little, like, things you can do in the game. Uh, and then they mentioned that... Uh, oh, where is it? I just saw it. Uh, religions will still be very present in night city our vision of cyberpunk is not to describe an alternate world but a continuity of our world some things will look like our current reality for example christianity is present in the game and will have a faction so i think that's cool obviously people are going to react uh either well or most likely really poorly to that Probably whatever the really poorly yeah whatever the portrayal is and i mean it depends on how these factions, if they have missions that you run, or if they're how involved they are in their missions and things like that. Well, I th I'm sure the factions will have missions, but then if you encounter these kind of people, and based on your character or the decisions your character makes, I'm sure these kinds of people will react differently to you. Like, I'm sure if there's like a super hardcore, uh, like religious faction, and you're maybe more of like a uh you know cybernetic yeah cybernetic or like you know super into body altering or like you know weird you know gender character then they might react you know super poorly to that and you know be more inclined to be uh hostile with you so you know stuff like that but it is good because it helps immerse you in the world and it, oh, again yeah. it's 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 a real issue it actually does kind of happen yeah. You know, so just, you know, take it for what it is. It's a game. They're trying to create a world. They're trying to create an experience. And, uh, you know, don't take it personally because it's, and you know, 300 years in the future. This is true. Um, I kind of like the idea that they're using religions known to us because it's 
it's nice having something that's familiar in a game because mm-hmm. you hear all these names and you see all these oh this is you know this gang and this is this faction it's like okay you just start to hear all these names that have no meaning to them and so yeah. this has a big backstory and i appreciate that cd project red doesn't like hold any punches like they just they just put stuff in the game they're not trying to like alter your views or like make you like certain things or think about certain things they just are putting it all there and so how you you know interact with it is up to you and so they said in one of their statements we will not avoid any subject even if it may offend the sensitivity of some and obviously we've seen that uh we we talked about it before with the trans woman and the uh the ad on a wall in the city uh obviously offended a lot of people and uh they need to let it the fuck go there's just been such a cd past with uh project cd uh red with that whole issue so i think everyone was just on the fence already we we've discussed this in an old episode yeah i i like to take the more middle of the road approach and i don't see at a cd and i know you you have a different perspective than me oh i mean right the ad what happened it's within itself there's like nothing to say about it because we don't know what's in the game we have no idea like we have no idea so everyone freaking out about it was dumb it's just like the religion stuff all they're doing is creating a world and you know it's just like it's just like our world like what was last month june right pride month every fucking commercial on tv had you know gay people trans people lgbtq it's july have you seen any of those fucking commercials this month no they're gone they're gone it's the same kind of shit that's all they're doing they're just portraying they're just companies will do anything they possibly can to sell stuff and they're just they're portraying that in the dystopian corporate fashion of a cyberpunk world Mm -hmm. and i accept that because that is good good world building i can appreciate Mm -hmm. good world building I do like one of the things they have. There's like a list of all the things that they said they're going to be inputting. I don't know if you saw this one. So when V uses a glass bottle to shatter it on the skull of an opponent, this results in a bloody visual effect and the shard of the bottle is still usable for impaling in the body of an opponent. I don't know why that was necessary to give us a tidbit, but it's cool. That's, that's cool. That's, a, that's serious coding to uh oh, yeah, yeah to make that work but you know so with their whole thing so there was just there was more articles that came out and there was more questions that people asked and so they uh uh there was an interview that ign uh translated and so um the i, I don't know gray online wp i don't know who that is who actually did the interview uh, but it looked, it was a Polish, uh, outlet. And so, uh, they were asking cyberpunk. So I'll read a little bit of that here. Uh, you mentioned religion. Does it still exist in the cyberpunk world? And CD Projekt Red responded, yes. And in many forms, as I mentioned, our vision is somehow based on the real world. And religion is a very important part of the latter society wise. In our game, we're going to see, for example, Christianity and its different branches or religions from the East. Uh, and then so they responded, sounds controversial. Someone will enter a church to cause havoc. And CD Projekt Red, we do not want to avoid religion as a topic. Authenticity of the world is what counts for us. Technically, the situation you mentioned is possible, but this is all about the choices made by the player. We won't encourage the player to do so. Uh, in our side quests, which involve religious themes, we make sure there's no disrespect. So it's... Again, it's the same thing. It's pretty much the same thing again as the the trans issue from before. They they don't want to avoid any s- subject as a topic. They want everything to be there on the table, but they're going to do it in a like, you know, respectful manner, I guess, or in a uh, oh unbiased. It's just there in the game. Yeah. You do with it whatever you will. Exactly, exactly. So you know, don't get your don't get your knickers in a wad. Uh, and then they also announced this week that there are no pre-order bonuses uh, for oh, Cyberpunk. Nice. So oh, everyone like everyone has the same shit. All right. Uh, I appreciate that. Yeah, thank you. Although I'm kind of sad I don't have like all the goodies that came with the pre-order. I think 
Now, I think the pre-order, like the bonuses, they have like a couple like you got some like different cosmetic stuff, like some jackets and maybe something like that. But I think otherwise it was mostly just like uh, physical items. Right. So, you know, that's cool. No adding no extra in-game content for like like like, you know, how like Call of Duty usually does like, oh, you get this mission or you get this like bonus character, you know. Right. I'm glad that they're not adding stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, I thought this story was hilarious and because it relates to us so much. Oh, yeah. Um, for those of you that don't know, I used to teach uh, archery uh, to Boy Scouts. And I, Brenna was always in, been into archery uh, and I helped convince her to purchase a bow and gave her some shooting lessons. Uh, but there was a wonderful, wonderful uh, Kotaku article about how terrible video game characters are at archery. And yeah. the more I read it and the more I thought about it, I was like, oh, this is so true. And so they just listed all the different examples uh, of things that would happen. So like in uh, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, uh, Link will dry fire his bow. And that's a big no-no. That's how you break your bow. It will so literally just... Go. Dry firing is uh, when you oh, yeah. pull the stream back and you actually let go without an arrow uh, in your bow. So it just snaps the cord. Uh, no, it doesn't snap the cord. It will snap the limbs. Well, no, I, I'm saying the cord just snaps oh, the limbs. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. the bow is designed to put all of this force into the arrow that it sends forward. And when you don't have an arrow there, it just sends all that force back into the limbs. So sure doing it once won't hurt but repetitive will actually damage and break the bow so you know link you're a bad person mm -hmm. stop doing that and then uh in red dead redemption 2 apparently you can use you get handed a longbow to go hunt yep. some deer and to be able to consistently aim and shoot a longbow is incredibly difficult. They're one of the highest draw rate bows yeah, uh, ever. And they shoot very far and they require immense strength to hold back at full draw. And he just like kind of flicks it and he's holding it sideways, by the way. Yeah. And he's kind of like walking while doing it. And it's like, no, that would this is definitely a bow that you need to be standing still to draw yeah. and you're not moving. Uh, and for those of you that don't know what a longbow is, like think like medieval uh, movies, like what the English archers used. Uh, longbows were so famous for their power and their the distance that they could shoot that uh, during medieval times when uh, this is actually where. So during medieval times, yep, you know, uh, during yeah. medieval times when English archers got captured. Uh, the French would actually cut off their middle finger on their draw arm so then they couldn't pull back their bow because if you've, you know, used three fingers generally to pull back your bow, uh, your bowstring. And so they would remove the middle finger and then you, so you couldn't, you know, you couldn't effectively pull back your bow. And that's where the, the you know, middle finger came from is that you know that's what the english archers would do to the you know the french they would flip them their their finger let them know hey i still I, intact yeah i still got it you know here comes an arrow bitch <laughs> here it comes yeah and so they talk about uh zero dawn uh kid icarus uh which is pit uh hanzo from overwatch uh ellie from last of us Laura Croft from Tomb Raider, like pretty just, much any game that has ever had archery in it. Yeah, and they one. they do it incorrectly. Yes. So yeah, that was a fun little article to see. Yeah, and I understand like games you want to do, you want to you know try and bring a balance of realism to game, but obviously you want to make it cool and whatnot. Yeah. Um, that discussion made me think of like Lars Anderson and uh, don't don't get started. I hate him so much. Don't it's, get started. It's not actual archery. It doesn't work like that. You can't fire a bow effectively like that. Draw weights and so won't penetrate salty anything. About this guy that does like trick shots with a bow, pretty much. He's on YouTube. It's super cool. Don't get me wrong, but uh, yeah, no, no. 
doesn't okay. work that way. Are you ready? Yeah. Uh, Treyarch and Activision fired uh, some key employees this week, uh, including... Uh, oh, they, they denied it since the story came out. So uh, since the story story came out and they said that Treyarch, uh, Jason uh, Blundell, who is one of the leads on Black Ops 3 and Black Ops 4 and was responsible for numerous leaks uh, that came out about the game uh, while under the influence, apparently, uh, was fired along with, I think it was eight other employees, nine other executives lost this job. And... But uh, Activision is still come has come out and responded to the story and say, nope, he's still working at the company. So I don't. Well, what about all the other people that supposedly got fired? They didn't respond about them. No, they didn't say about that. So, so I don't know what's going on. Uh, I really do hope that they all just quit because <laughs> Activision sucks and Call of Duty sucks. There is, yeah, let's, yeah, we can continue just to blow over all of that. Yeah, we don't need to spend more time than necessary on that. Uh, And then lastly. This next conversation might be a long one. Yeah, lastly, uh, in a recent uh, study, 74% of adults who play games online have experienced some form of harassment. And this was done by, uh, this was a report released by the Anti-Defamation League. And uh, this is uh, Kotaku wrote this article about it. And uh, yeah, they surveyed a thousand people. And uh, yeah, that's a lot. 75%. Yeah. So they talk about toxic areas. And I love how the, the article does mention 4chan, which cracks me up. Um, that place is a cesspool. It's not even like toxic. That's just like, like. Uh, despicable human beings like it's just like where all the scum of everything just puddles mm-hmm. Ugh. but um i did find something kind of odd with this article you know a lot of people say that they felt like they were being um you know discriminated against or that they were being bullied online because of the color of their skin or the sexual orientation just kind of hard to hear the color of your skin. So uh, that kind of stuff, I'm like, uh, I don't understand. What do you mean, Brenna? I can hear the gayness in your voice right now. You just Hi. Need- <laughs> yeah, I... Uh, I can understand, be- like, the females, yes, because obviously the pitches are completely different. I There's some things you can assume from, like... Certain people's voices, like... Ebonics is a thing. You know, accents are a thing. I can understand that. Yeah, but, I mean, and... You know, obviously some people, you know, are more flamboyant and you can hear that in their voices. But like generally, the Internet is a equal opportunity offender. Uh, The amount of times I've been called gay, been called faggot, uh, been called the N word and I'm white. So, (laughs) you know, I mean, it's just something for someone to latch on to. Exactly. And if you call enough people that at one point, you will probably call someone you know, a slur will fit with whatever they are. Right. Uh, so, you know, I think that's a little reaching to say that certain people are being like targeted. I think Except it's just, for females. Yeah. There's no getting around that. If <laughs> there's you talk, no getting around that one. Yeah. If you talk, it's just people know it's a bl- on. It, as soon as you're like, oh, you know, I will be playing siege or whatever. And be like, oh, they're Which, in like. They're which in the basement, they, and yeah. all of a sudden it's like, Bruh! which at least they got that part right in the study. Women were the most harassed demographic, probably because women's voices can be identifying in game voice chat, with nearly forty percent having reported harassment based on gender. I mean, uh, I'm surprised it's only forty percent, but then again, I'm thinking most of the women don't speak, or the games that they're playing are probably not siege games and things like that, or not voice chat games, games that you can right. get away with typing. Um, yeah generally you don't see too many women playing shooters like that's just not like usually where they are they play you know other games mobile a lot of uh female gamers are mobile gamers yeah mobas mmos those are like all the big uh target games 
And, but I mean, I knew I had a, I was friends on Xbox 360 days. I was friends with a few women that played uh, Halo and Call of Duty with me. Uh, and they were pretty chill. So they're out there. They exist. Yeah. Unicorns. So- Hey, uh, so in the article they talk about, you know, obviously not all games, what we were just saying right now, are created equal. Um, the most harassment has come from uh, top games, which were Dota 2, Counter-Strike, Global Offensive, Overwatch, uh, PUBG, League of, Leg- League of Legends, with, to- with League of Legends. Dota 2 being the top game that they said that they got harassed in. I have to disagree. I can, I would be shocked. Well, this is to this study. 80% I know. of people said okay. Dota. I, I have to say League of Legends, out of all those games that were listed, if I had to order them, I would order it League of Legends, uh, Counter-Strike Global Offensive, Overwatch, Dota 2, and PUBG. That's how I would order it. I'm honestly surprised PUBG is even on that list. Um, well, you're going you're gonna to find this interesting. Go for it. So... 80% of the players said that they had at some point experienced positive social interactions. So with World of Warcraft, Minecraft, Minecraft, NBA 2K being the leaders in happy moments, that number dropped to just 37% when talking about Riot's League of Legends. Yeah. Yeah, that's a toxic fucking game. People are absolutely <laughs> trash human beings. Um, oof. Yeah, League of Legends. Riot just... Their community is a direct reflection of their work environment. Both are hostile, uh, demeaning, and uh, just full of harassment. It's uh, that, and that's just why I couldn't. I couldn't keep playing League. I played for like five years. I put like almost like two thousand hours into the game. Yeah. Um, I mean, in all honesty, there's like a discussion board underneath this. Everyone is shocked. They're like, how the hell is this number not 100%? Like, what are you playing? They're like, oh, yeah, the, you know, the, the other 26% of people must be only playing co-op with their friends or something like that, or just like tabletop simulator, because there's no way that someone hasn't encountered something in an online game. Yeah, and I mean, it's, you know, text is, ob- text is obviously easier to police because you can type in iterations of words and all that kind of stuff. And, Do you remember you know, Club Penguin? Yes. <laughs> Club Penguin probably was the most effective. I think League of Legends needs like Club Penguin level uh, chat chat texting. And they just need to block. League honestly just needs to block people the moment they use a word once. Like I should not be able to type the N-word like 30 times during a match and then only get chat blocked for like an hour. Like what the fuck? Get out of here. Yeah, I don't know that... Like people, they should, they should detect it immediately the first time it's used, and my chat should be disabled immediately, at least until the end of the game. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what's wrong with people, to be honest. Like, well, I don't know what's wrong with necessary? Riot either. Well, I mean, okay, yes, Riot is a terrible, terrible place, but like Riot embodies a section of human beings that exist out there. They embody their community. That's <laughs> like exactly. exactly. So I'm like they are. Just, I just don't understand why people need to do this. Uh, it's a, a video game. And then they also said that uh, how often gamers encounter extremist or white supremacist talking games. I <laughs> mean, uh, every single time. I don't know. What you're talking about. Every game, and every time. Like what, what, just, what, one guy was like said, I wasn't American enough. Right? What was that? Yeah. I mean, it's like... I, I'm i going to say... I'm going to go low. Just because... I'm going to say like 70% of the time... It's people just memeing. And just trolling. I don't, I don't know. There's like... People have a sixth sense of like... Enjoyment. Entertainment. Well, that's what I mean. Like, it's that sick kind of trolling and memeing. It's not... You know, it's the... Like, if memeing was, like, a scale, like, this would be, like, you know, the the ones and twos, like, the scum people that think, like, you know, attacking other human beings is fun. It's, you know, it's, like, when they get into a game and they just, you know, that one game we played where the guys, like, you know, said, you know, oh, N-words don't get armor and would shoot the armor and then would shoot us a couple times. And so by the time yeah. the start of the match, we're at 20 HP and 
oh, by the start of the match, like four people are dead. Yeah, and but they're enjoying it. So like yeah. I group like the people that do like the white supremacist stuff. I group most of them in there because it's just it's not necessarily that they believe it. It's just that they find it funny and they think it's funny to talk about it to other people. It's just so disrupting for a game, especially when you're trying to listen, like one in Siege where you need to hear what's going on. Yeah. And like the amount of sexist stuff that I have heard in the very, very small amount of time that I've actually spoken online is just ridiculous. I think the worst one was it, is it, it said, sh- shut my cock holster. That was fun. I thought that was actually pretty funny. That was very clever. Yeah, you, you laughed. You can't be happy. I mean, it's <laughs> I scoffed because it was just so out of the blue. But then again, he started saying it to everyone else in the chat. So I was like, meh, okay, well, that makes me feel a little bit better. But like I said, internet, equal opportunity offenders. Yeah, and some, some people, yeah, definitely are. What but else? There, I felt like in that game we were talking about something else too. We were like, uh, it was like, it was something super weird twist your dick or something like that it was something oh, like yeah. that like <laughs> i just started imagining like a bop it though but yeah that one was odd it's just all it's such an odd place for odd people because there is no consequence yeah to the things you say or do yeah it's or really socially, like there's no way someone's gonna say that to me or to anyone else and in, in, to their face in public yeah, but it's just it's the anonymity and the fact that people just can't police voice chat and it's all based on reports. And half the time, most of the reports are just people reporting someone because they're upset. I am guilty of that. <coughs> Jameson. Uh, a lot of people are guilty of that. But, you know, even I honestly, I got to the point where I just report people whenever I get upset at them just because I know the reports don't do shit. <laughs> and that's Who's just, that's just anyway? from, that's just from years of playing League of Legends. Like, that's yeah. just it, it ingrained my mentality. Like, I'll play with against someone that, you know, says like the N word, you know, 30 plus times in chat. And, you know, I'll report them for toxic behavior. Or, you know, they just feed the whole game. And then, you know, nothing comes of it. Yeah. I mean, every once in a while, we'll see a guy that has like a second account. You know, clearly this person's been banned now that they have to, you know, create another one. But yeah. And I think maybe in League of Legends, I probably submitted, you know, every bit 500, 1,000, you know, reports. And I think I maybe got 10 notifications saying that action had been taken against a player that I recently reported. So... Betting a 1%. Yeah, something like that. Really low. And again, probably most of my reports were bogus, but, you know... League of Legends, I was pretty, I was pretty good about. And I mean, League of Legends, most of them probably actually weren't bogus, so uh, I was pretty good about reporting people that were causing problems. But uh, anything else you want to say to that? No, I think that's pretty much it. I do know that I want to do like a bonus episode where we go more in depth talk about this. But um, yeah, but we need guests. I want guests syllabi. to talk about. Maybe. Uh, what's the what's the one chick on spontaneous. YouTube? So spontaneous is another. She's a YouTuber. Um, she's got a series called Oh My God, It's a Girl, and it just kind of goes over like clips of all the things that happens to her uh, when she's playing Rainbow Six Siege. But she's actually pretty damn good too. Mm-hmm. So maybe we need to get like a psychologist in here to like moderate. Oh yeah, we can get someone that is a psychologist to moderate. Although you should probably just not be on this episode, Jamie. I'm I'm gonna say that right now. You could just be sitting there, do the intro. Hey guys, you know, I'm Jameson. I'm I mean, just gonna sit here in the corner. I will probably just sit there and listen. Because uh, anything I say, I'll probably be attacked for saying. No shit. Um, but I mean, I've, like, I'm obviously, I've not directly experienced that kind of stuff. But I've been present while other people have experienced it. So, I mean, I know how bad it is, but... Yes, obviously, I will probably keep my mouth shut because I'm an intelligent human being. Smart move, sir. Exactly. Uh, Any shout outs this week? I don't think so. Um, Yeah, just keep following us on social media. Um, I'm so tired right now. Do you need me to do this? Because I can... Yeah, power it out. Hit it (laughs) it all out. So... 
you know, I, same thing as always, like, follow, subscribe, all that whatnot. Our challenge is pretty much over. Uh, so the, the $100 gift card is no longer for our challenge. But uh, continue following and liking us. And maybe, like you said earlier, if you heathens deserve it, we might do like a smaller giveaway just if we hit like another number, like 70. Who knows? Um, but other than that, you know, just thanks for, thanks for listening to us. Remember, keep the goose loose. Yeah, find us on social media. Uh, I don't know if you said all that. I kind of zoned out for a second. Uh, at DL underscore Jameson. At DL underscore Mother Deuce. Mother Goose. Uh, Did you call me Deuce? No. I just slurred my words a little bit on Instagram. And at DL Gaming News on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, best place to keep up with that. And website is coming soon. Video podcast will hopefully be up this week. So keep an eye out for all of that. And uh, yeah, good luck. Have fun out there, everybody. Should introduce myself. Um, I'm Corin Black, a humble half demon. And folks around Baltimore call me the devil's runt. Here we go. Finally moving again. Fuck off! Come on. Just do this for me. Thank you. Thank you. Fuck you too, Pops! How do you feel about methamphetamines? You know, devil's blood don't make you a devil. Under the Shroud. Fantasy, noir, and horror from Baltimore's sin-soaked streets. Find creator Ian Humphrey on Twitter at FictionalIan. Hey. Hi. Do you enjoy being optimistic about bad movies? Or do you enjoy at least trying to figure out where someone worked really hard on a bad movie? Well, we've got the podcast for you. New to Robots Radio, we represent Fresh Tomatoes, the movie podcast. Each week, we look at two movies that did really badly critically, but we try to find the good in them. And we have segments such as What Could Have Saved It? And Would You Watch It Again? If you're there on a Saturday night, you want to watch a bad movie, but you're not sure if it's like good bad or bad bad, or if you should even bother, give us a listen. You can find us on Robots Radio, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever else you listen to podcasts. Please come and say hi. We love you already. (laughs) (laughs) Goodbye. Goodbye.